The pages of a book are filled with great adventures, stories of everlasting love, heartbreak, and the classic whodunit. Explore them all with your host, Laura Young. Welcome to Read Astray. Hello, I'm Laura, middle school reading teacher and avid reader in general. Welcome to Read Astray, a podcast for reviewing different books. In this episode, I will be reviewing The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. The author, Lisa Jewell, lives in London with her husband and their two daughters. She is the internationally best-selling author of 16 novels, including the New York Times bestseller, Then She Was Gone. I happened on this particular book through an Amazon recommendation. Despite her having so many published novels, her work is just appearing on my radar, but I certainly plan to read more. The cover is black with silver lettering and beautiful purple vine trestling up and around and through the lettering. English Cottage comes to mind as does something twisted, growing, and taking over. This book is a psychological thriller, one of my favorite genres. It also features an unreliable narrator, although readers may not realize that he is unreliable until later in the story. Apologies if that information is a spoiler. The story features three main characters and alternates among their stories. Two are told through a third-person narrator, but one is narrated by the character himself. The story also moves back and forth through time, spanning over 25 years. One character is Libby. Libby was adopted as a baby, and on her 25th birthday, she finds out that she is inheriting a mansion from her birth parents. She knows almost nothing about her birth parents or why she is the sole heir to a large fortune, but she certainly wants to know more. She begins to investigate, and with the help of a reporter, she begins this search. Speaking of the reporter, Libby strikes up a real and unexpected relationship with him. Libby has always had a very specific idea of the perfect husband, body type, personality, likes, dislikes, career, etc., Miller, the reporter, in no way meets those expectations, but somehow it works. Libby also has a friend, Dido, with whom she works and who gives Libby guidance and advice as she traverses this new experience. Another main character is Lucy. She is a single mom of two, Marco and Sally. Lucy and the children have been living in France, homeless and desperate to put a roof over their heads. Lucy makes a little money playing violin or fiddle on the streets, but when the story opens, her violin is in the repair shop and she has no means to pay for it, or food, or board. When she receives a calendar reminder that the the baby has turned 25, she stops at nothing to return to the home from which she fled. She eventually, albeit reluctantly, turns to her mentally and physically abusive ex-husband for financial help. He is an outwardly sticky sweet character, but we learn through Lucy that he's really sleazy and slimy. Henry, a child who grew up in the mansion, is the third main character. He shares with readers the story of his family's riches-to-rags story. He was the son of the original family, Henry and Martina Lamb, who owned the house in Chelsea. He had to watch while his home and family were turned upside down and their lifestyle completely changed. 
Henry also remembers his painful adolescent confusion as he became wildly infatuated with Phineas, David's teenage son. Phineas never returned the attention, but he was usually a friend and a confidant that, for the most part, Henry felt safe and comfortable with. Henry's a delightfully creepy person, the kind that just gives you shivers. In fact, you got a whole cast of odd and disturbing characters. You are listening to Red Astray. I'm Laura, your book review host from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Are your teeth showing discoloration due to diet, medication, age, or lifestyle? Teeth whitening can counter stains from certain foods and help keep your smile bright. Henson Oakley on West Jackson Street in Cookville offers Zoom teeth whitening. For a whiter, brighter smile, visit Henson Oakley Family Dentistry. Now back to the review of the family upstairs. When Libby, who was adopted when she was a baby, discovers she will inherit a mansion on her 25th birthday, she is stunned. This is not just any house, but a mansion in Chelsea, London, worth millions of pounds. The house has been vacant for the past 24 years, ever since her parents killed themselves in a suicide pact and left her to be found. What was never determined was what happened to the other people, including her siblings supposedly also living in the house. Backtrack 30 or more years to when Henry's father, who had little going for him in the area of brains or physicality, inherited this family mansion and fortune. He marries a beautiful socialite and has two children. The children attend private school and have all the best. He and his wife attend social event after social event. Neither works nor has any education or career to speak of. Eventually, the money does run out, and Martina, the wife, invites a pop star, Bertie Dunlop Evers, and her friend David Thompson, along with his family, wife Sally and their children Clemency and Finn, to live in their home. Temporarily. However, it turns out that the group ends up staying permanently. Thompson, the ringleader, is authoritarian, cruel, and manipulative as he tightens his hold on the household and the lives of those who reside descend into a nightmare. Roles change, relationships change, and nothing is as it was. All this ends when Henry, Martina, and another unknown at the time male are found dead. The investigators find a note and an infant, happy, healthy, and unharmed. I realize this is a brief plot summary, but I'm hesitant to say more and spoil anything for listeners who may decide to read this book. It is a disturbing, chilling, and complex narrative that results in many mysteries as the three narrators' stories begin to thread together, bringing the reader ever closer to the main mystery, that of what happened to the previous inhabitants of the mansion. This is the kind of book that leaves the reader puzzled, but in a good way, Jewel has written a defined ending, and we know what happens to everyone, but there's still some doubt as to which version of the truth we want to or should believe. The relationships between Phineas, Lucy, Henry, Clementine, and the various moms and dads living in their lives and the people they meet along the way are dark and deceptive. It's a perfectly complex family drama that I enjoyed. I certainly enjoy a book that's told in multiple perspectives. The Family Upstairs is a creepy yet altogether believable story that would make an interesting or compelling movie, and Jewel is a skilled storyteller. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm always open for your ideas. 
You can access me through social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tune in again next time for another book review. And until then, as always, happy reading. You've been listening to Red Astray. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.